Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode, who even knows, this is going to be coming straight out of the vault. This is going to be an episode of when I'm either too lazy or I don't get a chance to produce an episode in a week. This is going to be coming straight out of the vault of, welcome to your enjoyment, man. This I is feel so honored. <laughs> <laughs> now, you've been on a few times. This is podcast favorite, everybody's favorite. This is episode is probably going to be in the 60s. This is... Uh, ZZ Muffin Top. ZZ Muffin Top. The <laughs> one and only Dom Pierno. Bro. Dom Pierno. Have you been, man? Oh, dude. Surviving. I'm happy to be back on the podcast, though. Yeah, dude. It's been a while. This I think is last like time. My favorite thing. Last episode you were on was like 43, 44, yeah. somewhere in there. It was right when we were diving into the shit of this Amazon job. Right. It was, I think, I think it was just after we came back from. Um, was the road the, trip. Yeah, it was it the was. road trip episode, That's episode right. forty-three. It was the back to reality podcast. Fuck man, that trip was fun. That was man. fun, dude. Except I don't even think we talked about the the story in in Seattle where didn't we? No, I don't think so. With the uh, people getting in the fight in the parking lot oh, with the yeah. kid and the grandma stepped That's in. Right, dude. That was that was the prostitution hotel, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, crack the deal gone wrong. I was fine sleeping in the car. That girl was wearing the like hookeriest hooker boots. So I was like, dude, that's for sure a prostitute. That's a problem. Like, and it was like late too. We woke up at like ten in the morning too. Dude, yeah, late in the morning, but too early for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and she Look was like fighting in the baby daddy's fucking dude. grandma and shit. Baby daddy, that's the problem right there. That that chick had babies. The that kid was, was like, time. break it up, break it up. <laughs> they were like, no, this bitch is going to get it. You're like, break it up. I want a piece of that crack. <laughs> Dude, that was fun, bro. That was that was a lot of driving, though. Since then, we still work for Amazon. We still work for Amazon, and we do less comedy now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Not our sucks. fault, though. No. But within the next week, to, we're recording what's today. This is... January, January, uh, January this is, this is, is June 8th, June 8th. <laughs> January, I lost track of time too, man, for real, man, I wish it was January, Kobe would still be alive, dude, that's the worst thing out of all of this, like, that's the worst thing, yes, that Kobe, Kobe's gone, yeah, Kobe's gone, dude, did you ever meet him, yeah, I met him, I met him when I worked at the Newport Coast Pavilions, dude, how long ago was that, oh, I was like 22, fuck, how old are you now? Uh, thirty. I'll be thirty-six in August. I know. I used to help Vanessa all the time, though. That's the funny thing about it, because I were I was the seafood manager, so she would come in every day and get like steaks. every day. Yeah, every every day, every other day. Like she would come in and she would come in late though, dude. Like thirty minutes before closing. When there's the least amount of when people. The least amount of people, right? She'd come in and get like steaks and whatever they were cooking for dinner that night. I'm assuming. I saw her at least four or five times a week. She used to always tip me like twenty bucks. What? Yeah, she was cool as hell, dude. Fuck, dude. We had like I remember like knowing people that went to high school with her at Marina. Dude, so. the lady who cuts my hair went to high school with Easy. Crazy. Yeah, dude, I was I was she was cutting my hair, right? She's like she's like this Hispanic lady. I was getting I mean, I don't want to say where, but supercuts. <laughs> and Oh, that's why your hair looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute, but she's super cool. She cuts it right. She cuts it the right way. She remembers me. Uh, I gave her a, like a 20 buck tip. And like, yeah. I'm not even balling, but like, she was so cool that I was like, hey, you know what? I told her, I was like, hey, remember how to cut my hair because I'm not going to remember what you said. Because <laughs> I don't remember the what the four yeah, on the top, no. three on the sides. I don't fucking remember. I'm like, she was like, I'll remember. I was like, all right, for sure. I'll give her 20 bucks. I was like, sweet. You think she still remembers? 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Of course she does. About uh, $20, dude. That's <laughs> I mean, we talked for like a minute and like, you know, people, they ask questions about you. Nobody really asks questions back. But because of the podcast, I was yeah. asking questions back. Found out she went to high school with Easy E and was like homies with them. That's and like, dope. that's fucking dope, dude. That's pretty. I mean, Kobe's probably the fam- most famous person I've ever met. I mean, is he? Dude, who's more famous than him? Like that, I I mean that I've met right. like, I Kobe met Bryant Iglesias once. He's not world famous no, though. Not, I mean, he is now maybe. No. no, compared to Kobe Bryant. That's what I'm saying. Like, is I don't think I'll ever meet anyone that famous again. Kobe Bryant is like for sure a household household name. I met Bobby Lee at the comedy store. You gave me a hard time about it. Remember that shit? I did give Lee you a hard time about the belly it. Belly room. <laughs> I was like, yo, fuck it, I'm here, dude. I just showed my dad yesterday that clip about um when he was um. When he was on the fighter and the kid, and he was talking about how he got oh, yeah, he right. got molested by the guy with Down syndrome. <laughs> that clip is the funniest fucking thing. Dude, I love Bobby Lee, man. That like that was so crazy. Like walking by him, and I was like, "Yo, a famous person." Because <laughs> <laughs> like, he was store, like anybody, like of course, dude. Because he was um he was in that movie the the one I was telling you about the wrong Missy. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's dude. in that movie. It was pretty dude, funny. He's I grew up watching him, dude. Yeah, Bobby Lee's funny as fuck. He's, and he was super fucking nice, by the way. He was. He was. I did kind of feel bad though, because I could like I noticed his apprehension of taking a picture because he didn't want to take a bunch. But he was like at first he was like, Ah, yeah, man, I'll take a picture. And then like as soon as I walked away, like four people came up to him, bro. Oh fuck. <laughs> he's like, All right, you guys, I gotta go. I was like, Whatever, I got my picture. I don't give a I shit. I mean, I've <laughs> I've met a lot of famous people, but I think the most I mean, I, I I don't even know who the most famous person I've met, but I remember when I was a kid, I met Mark McGrath. I mean, he's pretty up there. At the time you at met the time, him, he was probably uh, yeah. pretty famous. Dude. But it was crazy because it was at the Fountain Valley Cocos off Brooker Street. Yeah, that's just where like, you would meet him. Was he working? <laughs> <laughs> dude, he, he had like he was wearing this like tuxedo. And he was at this like baller ass bitch, and she was like in a dress. Like the they fuck just where's the tuxedo? Yeah, and cocos, dude. Like bro. it was like literally like they were going to the red carpet like right after. It was crazy. Dude. And I walked up to him. I was like ten years old. I was wearing a Giants jersey. I was wearing an Eli Manning jersey. That's I must funny. was not. I wasn't even. I was a Colts fan, dude. I wasn't <laughs> even. I just liked the Manning brothers. You know, I was wearing an Eli Manning jersey. I walk up, and I was like, my, what happened was I didn't know who the fuck he was. I was like nine or ten, uh, but my mom knew who he was, and it was like, hey, Galen. Go ask, oh, go ask that guy over there if his name's Mark McGrath. I was like, all right, for sure. <laughs> and I like, I walked over there and I was like, hey, uh, are you Mark McGrath? And he was like, yeah, I am. And then he like looks up, he looks me up and down. And he's like, so are you a Giants fan? <laughs> You're like who? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I guess. And he was like, I'm not. Have a good one, bud. And, Damn, <laughs> that and he started laughing, you know, and I was like, I just laughed it off. But like, I could tell that he was like, all right, I'm trying to have dinner with my fucking homie or like my At bitch least he or was whatever. Cool, though. Yeah, dude, he was totally cool. He seems like he'd be a cool guy. I've met a lot of random celebrities in, like, random places. Like, dude, did I ever tell you about the time fucking Dave Hester from Storage Wars was pro- was protesting <laughs> the RV shop across the street from my house? Oh, that's funny, dude. Dude, my homie picks me <laughs> up. Yeah, <laughs> yup. <laughs> my homie picks me up. We're about to go get lunch. We drive past. There's this guy, one guy, one fucking guy protesting the RV, Mike Thompson's RV across the street fucking from my house. Mike Thompson's RV, bro. Yeah, Shout he's, out. he's protesting, <laughs> dude. And I was like, oh, this is pretty funny. Whatever reason this dude has to protest has to be funny. So I'm like, yo, pull over real quick. 
So my homie pulls over into the parking lot, and I hop out. I walk out with my phone because I'm going to record myself asking that whoever this dude is, like, dude, like, what are you protesting for? Like, come on. Like, what? This is one of you. Like, this what, is what Yeah, what happened? What, did what you happened? lose your wallet in here and they didn't yeah. call you? Like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> what happened, bro? <laughs> and I was like, I this and like I got maybe ten feet away, and this isn't the first time I've ever met him either. And like I'm, I see him, and I was like, Wait, when did you meet him before this? I was, it was 2012. I was a sophomore in high school. By my house, there was a Altadena Dairy, like the. I remember those little shops. Yeah, the little the shops, the drive-through shops, and I went there to buy like a box of fucking cinnamon toast crunch or some bullshit, because uh, it was right by my house. It was like at the end of my neighborhood, and I was like, Yo, I'm gonna go get some CT crunch. <laughs> Shout out CT crunch. <laughs> <laughs> And he was there with his big ass Yup van, and he was buying like a sp- uh, like a bottled Sprite. I remember he used to drive the van around with the big Yup on the. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a douche. He used to wear the hat too, dude. What a yep. douchebag, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and so that was the first time I met him, and I asked to take a picture. I took a picture on my shitty slide phone. I still have it. It's dude, a shitty picture. You should repost that. I should. <laughs> and so I get close, and I recognize him. I was like, Dave. I was like, What the fuck are you doing here, man? And he was like, oh, man, like, what's up? Like, oh, like, this is bullshit, like, all this stuff. And I was like, what are you protesting for? And he was like, he was like, oh, man, they, like, wouldn't service my, my RV, and it's costing me, like, a bunch of money. So, like, I figured, like, I'll just protest this. And I was like, you're like, kind of, wow, you're, you're not even, <laughs> you're not really even, like, C-list, bro. You're on A&E. Time you know? must like, be really slow in the storage unit game. You're fucking <laughs> well, he's, he got fired. Did you ever see that fight? Well, that show was always fucking. That show was fake, anyways. Dude. That show was fake. Did you ever see the one? Did you see the one yeah, where yeah. they did it at Huntington Beach? Yeah, I saw the one. Where we, well, I saw the one where we got in the fight with that Dan guy or whatever, <laughs> bro. Like, this shit was so whack, dude. He was and he like something. he like beat up the girl. Dude, he didn't do shit. Dude. That show was, dude. I heard they used to put shit in the storage units. That's like, true, bro. Yeah, that show was fake as fuck. I mean, I didn't ask him directly, but hey, for future podcast listeners, he's gonna be on the podcast. Probably in the next six months, uh, I got his dope. I got his contact info, and he said he has to wait for his contract with A and E to be up. Uh, which dude, he I'll said, "Listen to that one. That'd be fun, dude." Yeah, it would be to interview Dave Hester. Yeah. Come on, that would be fucking the antagonist of the whole you show. You know he's got some shit to say for sure. Yeah. Dude. yeah, the second he was like, "Yo, I just gotta wait for this contract to be up, and it's game on." I was yeah, like, "You know bet. he's got shit to say, bro." <laughs> bet, <laughs> bet. He's all first of all that bitch Dan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And his hoe-ass wife. Fuck that hoe. Fuck that hoe-ass wife, dude. <laughs> dude, I used to watch the fuck out of that show, though. That show was great, dude. It was dude. so fun, dude. They all live around here, too. Yeah. Uh, my dad the ran into guy, the uh, redneck guy. Lives in Huntington Beach. That fucking, what's the other guy? Jared. Jared. No, not Jared. Uh, what's his name? Daryl? Daryl Sheets. Yeah, my dad yeah, ran yeah. into him That's at the funny, at a car wash. He, like, he said that the dude, like the white trash guy, he like hopped out of his fucking, he hopped out of his van, or his, uh, like, pickup truck in a fucking tank top and he was like hey, 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 or whatever he fucking does <laughs> dude that dude had a warehouse on gothard like a, a warehouse like 10 minutes from here yeah where he held like he was keeping all his shit like art and shit he had like a million dollars remember he, he like his thing was that he got a storage unit that was worth like a million dollars because he had a bunch of art and shit in i it. think that was real too yeah well, it was real. That's how they made their living, but the show wasn't. The show was fake. It was like they made their living doing that and then told the producers that they found crazy shit. And they're like, oh, we'll just do a show where you only find crazy shit. Like, 
That rare. Like, I bet dude, you it's like one I, every two hundred units. They find some crazy shit like that, though. Dude, for real, for real though. It's like putting. It's like crumbs, dude. It's like hundred dollars here, hundred dollars here, two hundred dollars. Because, bro, if you really had a million dollars in a unit, you think you wouldn't fucking pay your rent? Yeah, bro. No. You, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't have a million dollars of art <laughs> in a fucking storage unit. You're like two hundred dollars. I don't know about that. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here, dude. Like. I could sell a kidney. Like, fuck out of here. You're not going to let that slide. $200. So stupid. Oh, $200 by million dollar art unit. Like, bro, you'd you'd figure it out. Dude, I was telling you about my mom's ex-boyfriends. And so I'll tell this story in a minute. But my mom, one of my mom's ex-boyfriends. So all of her ex-boyfriends came from AA. AA uh, meetings and shit. But this one guy, uh, dude, he he was an Angels fan. And you know the the public storage place off of Gothard and Talbert? They used to do that promotion where if you if you paid rent on the storage unit you get like four free angels tickets, yeah. and so he would just Worst deal ever. Yeah, he would. <laughs> he, but the first the first month's rent is a dollar, and so he would buy the storage unit for like a dollar, get the tickets, we go to the game, and then he cancel the unit, and he would just do that for a bunch of places around Orange County. So we went to like a shitload of games. But you could have went to those games for six dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just so much work for no reason. So much work for like breaking the ten dollar bill to do the same thing. <laughs> Angel tickets are so cheap, bro. You can like randomly show up there with eight dollars in your wallet. Be like, yeah, we got two seats for you. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you want to sit, <laughs> bro? When was the last time that place was sold out? Two thousand twelve. We went to the whenever it is when we went to the World Series. That was two thousand two. No, but the Angels in twenty fourteen had the best record in baseball. Yeah. And then got swept. I mean, it sells out when they play like the Yankees or something. But it's team, all Yankees right? fans. It's all Yankees fans, yeah. I mean, dude, I fuck. Be honest with you though, like I'm I miss dying to go to an Angels. I'm game, dying bro. for it, bro. So bad, like I just miss. Like I watched the UFC over the weekend, and like, dude, it's so fucking weird with no people. Is it? What's the difference? You just feel like, dude. So like two weekends ago, uh, Tony Ferguson fought Justin Gaethje for the lightweight belt, and it was, dude, the it was like the fight of the year. It was fucking amazing, but there's no like hype. There's just no hype, dude. Like you, like no fans going someone crazy. Someone lands a giant right, and you don't hear the crowd go nuts, and it's just like fuck. Like just, <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's just weird. Like you want that extra energy. It's almost dude. like it's you're watching like there. a replay of a video game or something. Yeah, sort of, or like watching like Daniel Tosh do comedy in front of nobody. Like if he just sat at home and streamed comedy live on HBO, like. You know a lot of people are watching, but there's no one there, dude. Like, it's just fucking weird, bro. Like That's true. I just miss people in general, kind of. Like, I hate people, but, like, dude, sports. I miss it. Yeah, sports are so weird Sports needs fans. You need fans, dude. Like, What do you think the – and I'm first of all, I'm happy that the NBA is coming back. Yeah. But what do you think that's going to be with no fans? I think it's going to be fucking weird, dude. It's going to be like back in high school when you're a fucking – like. <laughs> All you hear is high a squeaking. Uh, yeah, like all you hear is a squeaking of the shoes. Like I don't know, dude. Like I feel like sports are a fifty-fifty thing. It's like fifty percent sport, fifty percent fanfare. Like you have to have that energy. Oh, a hundred percent. It's any form. And it of goes both ways. It yeah. goes both ways. The fans feel the players, and the players feel yeah, the fans. Exactly. You're not gonna get as good of an NBA playoff game as you would get with a sold-out stadium as an an, an empty stadium. Like, hey, but Lakers in four though. Listen, I hope, dude, like, this, like the one fucking year we make to the playoffs, like, Kobe dies and the world ends. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, I hope, but it's still, it's just, it's like, I feel like it's, like, tampered or whatever, or like, tainted or whatever, you know? Like, we're going to get to watch it, but it's just not the fucking same. Do you think, do you think things will ever be the same? 
Like, think about how it was before all this shit popped off. I think that eventually, within a year, I think that concerts will be back. I think that yeah. stand-up shows will be back. I think that sports will be back. You because think people I'm, will be weird, though? In, house, in, in, in what way? Like, just, like, before all this shit happened, we went, like, we went to a Tech 9 concert, and you're just, you're, like, nuts a butt with everybody. Nobody gives a people, shit. Like. Yeah, people, before all this, people were very careless. People yeah. were very careless. Like, if someone, okay, I'll tell this story. I don't think I've ever told this story on the podcast. Maybe I told it a long time ago. So, I was at a movie theater. I was, like, nine. I was, like, nine or ten, maybe eleven. I don't remember what the fuck we were watching. But it was packed, dude. It was a sold out. It was a premiere of some bullshit. Uh, and the guy sitting next to me sneezes right and before he sneezes he's sitting right next to me i hate sitting next to people i usually sit in between whoever i know i have to sit in between whoever i know because of this yeah this particular reason this particular (laughs) reason i look over and this fucking before the movie starts the lights are on right watching commercials i notice that this fucking guy has a hole in his throat like the fucking you know when you smoke too much like that yeah exactly (laughs) like I can't bend over in the shower. <laughs> Why would I even need to drop this out? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Th- those fucking guys. The guy's a fat asshole, and it's, like, black. I was like, yo, I was staring at it like it was Sauron's asshole, bro. <laughs> I was like, fuck, dude. And so I noticed it. So this dude, I'm watching, and I literally watch this guy sneeze. I watch this guy Did, sneeze. Like, the hole in his throat open up? <laughs> dude, dude, I can't make this up. The dude's mouth is closed when he sneezes, and the phlegm, the snot, the whatever, comes <laughs> out of his throat, out of the hole in his throat, and it lands on my left arm. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> lands right on my left arm, <laughs> and I scream. I was I like, mean, I, I screamed, it. bro. I, would too. <laughs> I was a kid. I never met a dude with a hole in his throat, and I never met one since. I was screaming as an adult <laughs> if that happened, bro. I'd be like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> Did you just neck come on my arm, bro? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I flip out, dude. <laughs> yeah, and so my dad was like, quit, quit being a bitch about it. Just go just go wash off in the bathroom. So I did. I went and washed it off in the bathroom. Your dad's but wrong. Ever since. <laughs> my dad's wrong. <laughs> you had the appropriate response. Your dad was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if he was sitting there, he would have knocked that guy out. <laughs> <laughs> But since yeah, I don't think shit like that'll be the same. Um, I think that eventually it'll come back together because I mean, fuck. I mean, hey, I don't care what happens. If any dude with a hole in his throat seizes on me, I'm flipping out. I give a fuck if it was six months ago or tomorrow. Would you beat him up? <laughs> no, but I would yell at him. Be like, "Yo, dude, really cover." Be that like, "Yo, shit. dude, you know there's a hole in your fucking throat. Like, this isn't brand new news. Cover that shit up. Wear a scarf, bitch. Oh, Wear a scarf." <laughs> You're going in public. I don't want to see that. Bro, you think that dude has to wear two masks? He <laughs> <laughs> walks in with the one, but there's nothing on the back. like, sir. We can't serve you, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> that sucks, dude. <laughs> You think he's got a plug or something? Uh, like a mask and a scarf. He's want to be extra safe. You never know. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Oh my god, dude. That's that funny. was good. That was a good one. Here, um, <laughs> that was funny. Fuck, but I mean, that's the only. Dude. Have you ever seen someone with a hole in their throat? No, I've never seen that. that would it's scary me looking, dude. 
it's pretty scary looking. That's like, odd. like I'm not like I'm not shitting on him or anything. I'm just saying that, like, yo, no, like. Sucks. But honestly, if you smoked yourself into I was fucking, say, if you did that by smoking, like. Yeah, if you yeah. smoked yourself into oblivion, like that's your own fault. Like sucks for you, dude. But like, dude, how much? Like, okay, so like my grandpa, right? So, actually, this is something that I want to talk about. Uh, my grandpa, who, who isn't my biological grandpa, he. Him and then my grandma started Damn, dating. Is anyone in your family biologically related <laughs> to you? <laughs> my mom isn't even biological, bro. No, she is. But like, so my dad adopted me when I was seven. And then I have my biological dad, who I had on the podcast, who's the golfer from That's Italy. Mike, right. Mike, uh, huh? He plays tennis. Golf, bro. I thought he played tennis. No, he's a professional golfer for 35 years. PGA. Yeah, Homies with Tiger Woods. He's hung out with Tiger Woods more than he's hung out with me, dude. <laughs> Well, that's why he hasn't hung out with you, dude. He was busy <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Tiger couldn't handle all those by himself. <laughs> Bro, dude, it was crazy. Like, when on the podcast, when he was, like, when he told the story about when he hooked up with my mom, and then he followed it with, I'm surprised I even remembered your mom. <laughs> I was like, Bro. He literally told he told me he was like, yo, like, he would literally go. He's been to every country, and he would just go from country to country just plowing. I'm like, Bro. I mean, that's the dream. That's the dream. I mean, it's a miracle he doesn't have 19 kids. <laughs> like, how are you the only one? You're the only one, by the way. That we know of. You know, like, because I mean, he didn't even shit. he didn't even know about me until 2010. How did, okay? How did your mom know? Because that's crazy, right? Like, I mean, she's gonna know who she's fucking. No, but still, though, like, I mean, I'm not saying your mom's a whore or anything. Don't get me right. wrong, but like, if your mom was like in Europe, is that how it happened? Like, your mom was in Europe or whatever. Like, no, did you not listen to the episode, dude? I I smoke so much weed, bro. I don't fucking remember everything. I, fucking, <laughs> I barely remember. I remember that we took a trip to Oregon and Seattle and all that shit. I couldn't tell you the set list I did, bro. Like, <laughs> we did five shows together. <laughs> I don't um, remember shit. No, he. so my mom worked in Florida. This happened in Florida. She worked at a, a golf resort in Florida, and he was a professional golfer. He was there for a tournament, and uh, he was there for a tournament, and like at four in the morning because they're fucking their, their, their times are off. So at four in the morning here, it's whatever the fuck there. So he went to get a coffee at the shop she was working at, spit some game, went to a beach party that night. It was Valentine's Day, and then uh, like fucked her behind a trash can behind the sand dune. Tight, <laughs> tight, yeah. Dude, uh, I just think it's crazy because like, how old was your mom when she had you? Do you, know, do you know? Oh, she was like nineteen. She she's I think she just turned forty three. I'm twenty three. She was like twenty. Okay. So did she know the whole time? That it was him? Yeah. Yeah. She tried to contact oh, him when I was like a kid, but like it to no avail. I got you. Um but anyway, so my I forgot what I was trying to get at. What we were talking about before uh, this? We were talking about how well we were talking about how your mom and dad met, right? Initially. But before this I was talking about my grandpa, you were talking about is anyone biological? Oh yeah, that's right. As you said but your what? biological grandpa, but fuck, where were we going? Damn dude. All them smearing off ices got to us. I know. <laughs> Anyone uh, listening to the podcast that wonders how manly we are. We I can't even go back and listen to it. No, we can't. Anyway, uh, but my biological grandpa, he met my grandpa. He grabbed my he they started he started dating my grandma when I was a baby. So he's my grandpa, right? I don't know what the fuck whatever I was gonna say was funny, but <laughs> just take my word for it. Just <laughs> we're gonna take a pause right now, just laugh. It'll come back. And just pretend it's what I was talking about. People no. on the podcast right now are hella mad too, because they're, <laughs> they're like, like, yeah. What were you gonna say? <laughs> and I'm gonna listen to it later and be like, "Fuck, fuck." Um, Part two. <laughs> uh, yeah, for real. Uh, but my biological grandpa, who I've only met one time, this is the only time I've ever met him was 
Uh, this, dude, this is so stupid. This is so, but the this is crazy. This guy's this guy's off the wagon, like drug addict, like crazy, alcoholic, crazy, right? Uh, he's been like, uh, like kicked out of the family type of thing. This, which I've only met him once. The only time I met him was at my aunt, my half aunt, my my half aunt, which is his daughter. Uh, so like half aunt, half sister of my mom, my half aunt, whatever quarter aunt. I don't fucking know, but she's funny as fuck. Uh, it was her graduation, right? I was like maybe seven or eight. Uh, and I was walking around with my uncle Dennis, who, if you listen to the podcast, you know he was like my best friend, my like father figure. Um, I was walking around this fucking graduation party with my with Uncle Dennis, uh, and this fucking like hobbit fucking guy with the long beard, short as shit, comes after me, gets down on one knee, and he was like, "Yo, Galen, give me a hug," <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> I literally said, "Who are you?" And like I noticed that Uncle Dennis was kind of like tense, like he was kind of like. Like, I don't know, like, kind of like, I don't know where this is going right. type of thing, <laughs> which made me tense. I don't know who the fuck this guy is, but the fact that he was tense, I was like, yo, now I got to be fucking tense. Like, uh, and so I was kind of behind him and I was like, who are you? And he's like, I'm your grandpa. And I was like, straight up, my mom had never told me about this fucking dude. I had no idea. Why, why would she? You know right. what I mean? I was a kid. Why would she? Uh, w- you don't have a conversation like that with a kid until something like this happens. Right. And you have to. You know, you don't have this you conversation. That creepy old man. That <laughs> you, by the way, yeah. that's your grandpa. And he said, so "Let's suck this dick." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "I'm your grandpa." And I straight up told him. I looked him in the face. I was like, "No, you're not." And that was it. Uh, we wa- I literally held, held Uncle Dennis's hand. And we walked away. That was it. The only time I've ever met him. Damn. Uh, but when Uncle Dennis passed away, I had to get it. Li- I, now I know the story. So right. this dude, it's like back in the day. Like, uh, so this is how he's my biological grandpa, uh, and like he he went on like a three three like a three or four day drinking binge where he was just out like cheating on my grandma and shit. When he came back. He like he told Your her that grandpa he grandpa sounds gangster, dude. <laughs> Fucking getting lit, bro. <laughs> He's straight alcoholic. But he his excuse his excuse was that he that he got kidnapped. He like tried to fully A word? Con- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, <laughs> he fully tried to convince my grandma that he got kidnapped, and she's like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Like my like we we How have do you get kidnapped for four days, and there's no ransom, and you just like, show up home." <laughs> yeah, dude. She was like, "We literally have friends in common. I know you're at the bar, so oh like, my dude." God, bro. And to this day, he still like like convinced he's convinced that, uh, and he he's called he's like he's banned from the family because he like called up my great grandma. Banned from the family. <laughs> he Damn, is, bro. Dude. So he he called up my great grandma, who's still alive, by the way. Uh, and like they were afraid of him, dude. So my great grandma and my great grandpa, this is their son, uh, one of them. He he's like afraid of him, dude. Uh, they they were afraid of him because he's like crazy, dude. Uh, and he like like convinced them, or like he was telling this story about how he like got beat up and like wants to like come back and like all this shit and like and when they were like no, he was like, well, I'm gonna come and fucking kill you guys, blah blah. blah. Yeah, like crazy dude. shit, right? And so like his brother, my uncle, who by the way, I don't know, like like molested my mom and shit like that was like yo like you got to get the fuck out of here yeah you're like living in the partridge family bro (laughs) 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 there's so much in my backstory that like people have zero clue about no wonder zero clue you are for real dude sense dude like all joking aside like (laughs) there's so much normal considering there's so much in my backstory that people have no fucking clue about and then it's just lucky that i turned to humor um, yeah, either humor or suicide. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it didn't directly, af- like, but what was crazy is, I mean, I'm not going to get too much into it, but uh, what was crazy is after my gr- after Uncle Dennis passed away, uh, I was cleaning out his house. He was a hoarder. Uh, and so, we, like, it took, like, a week and a half 
to we, we dumpster after dumpster. Did you find anything cool? Yes. yes. He, he, <laughs> he, he would go to Storage Wars things, and he would go to garage sales, and he would pick up dope-ass shit. But a lot of times it would be junk. Like, you know, like on his patio, there'd be like four microwaves, and maybe two of them would work. You know? Uh, hey, bro, those are microwaves, working microwaves. <laughs> I have a deed to a property in Pennsylvania from seventeen from 1784. And it's written in the, like, you know, the old school Calibre. Well, who's it out to? Is it, do you own it? Well, I mean, I have it, so I own that shit. But here's what's crazy about it. It's not like, oh, you own this on 18253 fucking Solano. Right. You know, it's, uh, which is definitely not my address. <laughs> <laughs> no, officer, that's not, I didn't kill anybody. <laughs> it's literally, um. You own this property land from the Big Rock, east west <laughs> to the river to the the dry the, to the road Dude, that's of. Funny, it's like coordinates. It's coordinates, yeah, but it's it's not fucking ninety eight degrees west to the fucking one twenty eight east. Funny, it's though. it's literally to the rock to the river to the fucking dirt road. It's God pretty damn, funny. Uh, but what I was doing back when I was a history major is I was fucking taking it apart. Uh, and I was researching the people because there's names, bro. I was researching the people. I was researching the land. I was researching all because technically I fucking own it. That's fucking crazy, dude. Like there's a time back in this country where like you would make agreements with people based on like a rock, the fucking landmarks around you. Yeah, like the big rock. There wasn't a the bunch big of big rocks. Rock. There was a big rock, dog. Like where's where's Georgia? He lives by the big rock. Like oh shit, you own the big rock? That's crazy. Like <laughs> bro, like now look where we're at. Like fuck, that's crazy, dude. That is crazy, bro. It's like so there a was, much simpler time. There was that. <laughs> there was a guns. Uh, he 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 loved to travel. So like, I have a bunch of spears and weapons from like Laos and Cambodia and like a bunch of uh like uh antiques and shit. Like like old village wizards he killed in his travels. He <laughs> killed. <laughs> no, but like, what's crazy about him is that he 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 was a uh, he was on the president's list. Back when he served in the Vietnam War, which is what the top the top ten marksman in the country. So like, you know, dude, he could shoot a dime. You know how fucking small a dime is, bro. Some Chris Kyle before Chris Kyle shit. He could shoot a dime from a football field away with an M1 Garand. No scope on that. There's no scope on that, bro. What the fuck is that? Engineering, dude. So he taught me how to shoot. He taught me how to shoot and stuff, but like. Nothing like that, but like, bro, dude, shooting it, <laughs> you're top 10 in the country. In what real life scenario do you need to hit a dime from 100 yards away? <laughs> one of his, like, one of his regrets that he talked about uh, that he told me is that, so he, he made the president's list, but he was literally two days away. His enlistment ended two days before people got shipped out to fight in Vietnam. So he got offered a contract. To literally protect the president, be on the president's list and protect the president, like Secret Service, like but different, um, like like secret, like secret, like secret yeah, service. yeah, like <laughs> fucking like top secret shit, and he said no. So like, but like, because uh, I mean, he was like, he knew where the country was going, he knew the well, war that they're about to get in. It's also a job where you have to agree to put your life on the line, no matter for another what, guy, like, no, no matter what, no matter what, no matter what, dude. If you don't, that's You're, treason. That's treason. That's yeah, treason, bro. So, but I mean, how cool would that be to fucking just protect fucking JFK? Not cool. JFK got shot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst example. <laughs> but imagine, let's say how different would it, it would have been. I mean, JFK got killed before this, and they went into I mean, war because of Johnson. 
But imagine being that guy that was like, oh, shit, there's that guy in that window and sniping him. Imagine getting up every day knowing that your job potentially that day could be to die for the president. Like every day, all day. There's some people that love the country that much, bro. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I couldn't. I mean, I couldn't. I couldn't. I mean, to be honest, though, if someone was about to shoot Donald Trump, I'd dive the opposite direction. Like, I... Uh, relax, I'm like relax, shot relax. For that guy. We're not trying to get me? on a on a list, bro. I'm trying to get on a list. Hey, listen, if Hillary Clinton's watching, I'll eat Hillary. that ass like groceries. Don't worry. <laughs> Fucking two months from now, I can't believe Don Pierno killed himself. <laughs> Dude, I'll eat the booty like groceries. I'll just kill oh, that pussy. Oh, bro. Would you fuck Hillary Clinton? Why would I do that? For the flex, dude. Who's that flexing on? I don't know. Everybody. No. What? She what do you mean? What do you mean what? <laughs> what do you mean what? Dude, that's a flex. You're telling me if okay, let's say you're at Trader Joe's and you, some dude's ringing you up and he's like, "Hey, by the way, I fucked Hillary Clinton." You'd be like, "Yo, what was that like?" You wouldn't have <laughs> no questions. Like, you'd just be like, "Whatever." Dude, there's no way you'd be hella interested, bro. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted, dude. If he was, if if I came to you and was like, "Yo, G." You'll never believe what I did last night. Like you'd be like, "Yo, sh- let, show me pictures." Like, show me. If pictures. I was like, "Yo, I got pictures of her titties." You'd be like, "Let me see some Clinton titties." Like, there's no way you'd say no. I I would I wouldn't want to see it, but I'd give you a fist bump. Out of curiosity, see that's the flex though. Is it though? That's I feel like it's, if you're a fist bumping me for fucking her, that's respect. There's definitely more people out there that I would care more about if you fucked. Yeah, but they're that are they that powerful? She killed Jeffrey Epstein, dude. Bro, I mean, how do you know Donald Trump didn't kill Epstein? Everybody wanted to kill that fool. What if I fucked Donald Trump? <laughs> Honestly, bro, I wouldn't be your friend anymore. <laughs> if you just came up like, bro, dude, I sucked this fool's dick, I'd be like, what the fuck? What if why? I was like, yo, I sucked this dude's dick and I got twenty million? I would ask for some, and then I'd stop being your friend. No, <laughs> nah, that's not how it works, dude. That's not how it works. Nope. You gotta be down for the. You gotta be down, dude. Like, I'd have to suck your dick to get a mill? No, but you got to continue to be my homie knowing I sucked his dick. Like, you can't just take imagine off. Imagine, though, <laughs> though, dude. Imagine that. Just knowing. Anytime you see, anytime I'd see one of Trump's tweets, I'd be like, damn, my homie sucked that fool's dick. Bro, but, like, also, you'd be seeing that tweet from my backyard in, like, the Hollywood Hills with my pool with a waterfall overlooking the Hollywood <laughs> sign. Like, you'd be like, hey, no, remember when you sucked Trump's dick? I'd be like, yeah, you want some more Steak? champagne? Yeah, like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> What's some more rosé, bro? Like, no problem. Rihanna, bring that rosé out. <laughs> Dude, you know what's crazy, though? Did you see the all the companies that are supporting Trump that donated money to his campaign? No. Bro. Who did it? Who? Where can't I eat now? Bro. <laughs> uh, my homie sent me the list. Um, let me look it up right now before. But, bro, I know for How do you a- feel about that, though? Like, so, for example, Chick-fil-A. Like, it did. Do you give a shit that Chick-fil-A supports, like, anti-LGBTQ stuff? Or do you, is it just food? Um, to me, it's just food. Uh, I don't, I don't have, I mean, I haven't seen them be like, fuck the F word. Uh, you know, well, like, they're definitely like a gay is wrong kind of thing. Like they're very, yeah, like, but they're Christian. Christian. They're not, yeah. they're not, they're not like bigots. They're just Christian. I don't, I see it like, I love gay people. I have no problem with them. Yeah. Am I going to stop eating Chick-fil-A because one person decides to be close on Sundays? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, I agree. I think there's definitely a reason between like religious beliefs and hate for sure. Like I think you can, yeah, I think you right. can be against something but not hate people. But I mean, I know like, gay people that eat there. Is if they're if they're eating there, I could eat there. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. If <laughs> if let's say let's say the owner of Chick Fil A comes out and it was like, I don't support 
F A G G O T's, and there then there was like an official boycott. Yeah. I would not eat there. I would. Right. I'd be like, all right, whatever. But because they don't, they're not. They're just kind of by neutral. Like we know that they don't like them, it's but like they're a not. Weird thing though. It is weird. Know. But I'm not gonna just boycott them for no reason. If like, they come forward and say, "Fuck these people," all right, yeah, yeah. I'll spend my eight dollars somewhere else. Place to get a chicken sandwich, but at the same for time, real. I always feel like my five dollars isn't like pushing their agenda, like and just right. buying a chicken sandwich. Is, they Here have it made is. their money. Over. Countries or countries, companies that have donated to Donald Trump's re-election. You're not gonna like this. KFC. Don't care. Really? Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't give a shit. IHOP. Denny's is better. No, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> Outback Steakhouse. Haven't been in years. Olive Garden. Thirty uh, percent care. Carl's Jr. Hardee's. Well, I like a double wedge though. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that, okay, that, I'm on that one. That's Wendy's. Ooh. Taco Bell. Oh, Taco Bell, really? Taco Bell. Fuck, man. Chalupas are bomb. Joe's Crab Shack. Yeah, Joe's. I could. I could live without. McDonald's. I could live without McDonald's. Chick Fil A. Damn, dude, Chick-fil-A is the anti-gay and, tr- and pro-Trump. <laughs> like, those chicken sandwiches aren't that good, bro. <laughs> and here's the big one, bro, the one you're not going to believe, the nuclear bomb of them all. Don't say in and out in and out bro. Oh, <laughs> no! <laughs> bro, I quit, dude. Like, I, there's no way you were going to say in and out Fuck. in and out bro. God. Like, how do you... Can I still eat? Like, is it bad to eat? Fuck. I mean, your money's going straight to Trump through uh, them. I mean, my okay. I guess I guess like it, I guess it's like a herd thing, right? Because like if I don't, if I stop going to In and Out, they're not going to go out of business. So then it's just a morals thing at that point, right? Like, and then if you tell someone, that's the only reason anybody would ever know. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna still eat there. I uh, I mean I had them for lunch today. All right, In and Out or Taco Bell. Uh, I'm I haven't had Taco Bell in like a minute. Because the last time I was at Taco Bell, he was a total bitch, dude. I fucking here's the thing, dude. I went to the one on Magnolia. Do they not have Baja Blast? (laughs) Here's the thing. Well, when they always ask like a bitch, like, oh, in a medium Baja Blast, do you want the freeze? I'm like, no, I don't want the fucking freeze. I would (laughs) have asked for the fucking freeze. If I say, can I get a Baja Blast? You know, just give me a gallon of Baja Blast, bitch. (laughs) Okay. For side note, do you know what Baja Blast is? It's just Mountain Dew and. What flavor Gatorade? Blue? I think it is, yeah. It's a blue Gatorade. It's I the think blue Gatorade. Me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, all, I think I made my – I got like a Diet Mountain Dew and a blue Gatorade at a 7-Eleven, and I tried it, and it was pretty It was pretty bomb. bomb. It was pretty bomb. Anyway, but the lady saw it. It was during COVID, and which we're still in, but like it was it was during we're COVID. We're that – yeah, we're, everything's opening up in like four days. <laughs> And I show up, and I was driving the Amazon van, so, like, I can't go through the fucking drive-thru. And so on the window, they're like, hey, like, call this number, and we'll take your order. I was like, all right, for sure. So I call this number. It's ringing, ringing. I see, like, 40 fucking people working, and I was like, yo, what the hell? Ringing, ringing, no one. And then this fucking bitch-ass lady comes to the window. She's like, hey, we're not taking orders through here. And I was like, and she was like, you have to go through the drive-thru. And I pointed at my van. I was like, I'm not going to make it, yo. And she was like. Oh, you were in the van yeah, I was in the van, and she was like, okay, come around through the drive through window. I was like, really? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, all right, whatever. And like, so like on foot? On foot. So I walk around the side of the building, and I have to wait for these people. And so these people are like, now I'm holding up the You're whole like fucking idiot, line. Like, yeah, and I'm just 
I'm just standing there, and I was like, so I start ordering, and I was like, oh, uh, yeah, can I get, like, and I didn't know what I want. Like, I was like, fuck, dude, it's been a minute since I've been to Taco Bell, so, like, I can't see the menu because I'm standing at a fucking window. And I was like, uh, can I get just two bean and cheese burritos with no onions, no sauce? She's like, what? I was like, two bean and cheese burritos with no onions, no sauce. And now people are honking. I'm like, fuck, god damn it. And, like, like it's your choice yeah, to be standing dude. there, bro. But they like, don't, they the don't know, dude. I mean, if I saw some fucking guy walk into the drive-thru window with an Amazon vest, I'd think, okay, what's this fuck, What's this fool doing, you know? Probably, uh, and yeah, so I probably. order, uh, and then she was like, okay, now go stand over there. And I was like, jeez, okay, okay, bitch. Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, and so, like, I go and I stand over on the side. I'm just on my phone because I'm like, how long is this really going to take? Because, like, I don't know if she just took my order as, like, a dine-in or I don't know if she took my order as, the, like, wherever in line the yeah. drive through line is where I would have been in the van. True. Um, and so, like, like three minutes later, she's like, hey, hey. And I was like, jeez, okay, like, bitch. And she's like, your food's ready. I was like, all right, I'm never coming back here, bro. And yeah, I was like, dude, dude you're really going to talk to me like that. Yeah, like, Taco Bell's not worth all that hassle. No, dude. And so I got the food, and, like, they didn't fuck it up. Usually they fuck up the order. Like, I hate onions on a burrito, bro. It's like, why are you putting onions in a burrito? Yeah, I don't like I don't like raw onions on anything. I don't like I I don't like onions. I like I, I'll have onion rings every once yeah, in a onion while. Onion rings or like grilled onions, maybe. Like every once like, in a while. I'm not a big onion fan. No, who the fuck? I mean, or a blooming onion at it's Outback. Just, it's too overpowering, bro. Like onions are just fuck like vinegar in your mouth. Okay. Also, though, fuck you, dude. How the fuck could you possibly think that IHOP is better? Then, oh, I got a new match on Tinder. Oh, Fuck yeah. Denny's is better than IHOP. No, no. Yeah, yes, it is. Go to hell. <sighs> Bro. Pass away. What are you basing that on? Okay, hear me out. Breakfast or all food? Breakfast. But hear, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Let me, don't interrupt, don't interrupt me on this one. All right, hear my full argument. When you go to a, when you go to a Denny's and you order pancakes, and you, whatever the fuck else you order, and you get pancakes, and they bring you the syrup, you know what syrup that is? Original. And that's it. That's not true, dude. You got there's three different kinds of syrup at Denny's. You get the no. boysenberry, the blueberry, the regular. That's the maple. fake news. You either get the maple or you get the sugar-free maple. Sugar-free. I've asked for any other flavor, and you know what they've told me? Suck me. So IHOP is better because they have different. They have boysenberry, oh my blueberry, strawberry, and I don't even eat pancakes when I go. B- b- butter pecan. Oh, oh bro, butter fuck pecan that. Is delicious. Second oh, of all. dude, your whole taste bud shit is no, off, bro. IHOP is, I hop is, I hop is fire, dude. They're the international, hapo, ha, bleh, bleh, bleh. international <laughs> house of pancakes, bro. I'm so mad right now. That's the why. international hapa dapa dap. The international house of syrup, apparently. Like it, it is, but it's so dank, dude. Oh, it's dude. dank city. It's, it's syrup. That's but what you're basing the whole thing on is <laughs> syrup. If I, like Denny's, Denny's, the Denny's eggs are just rubbery, though, dude. Dude, their steaks are garbage. No, what? Their chicken fried steak is bomb. That's not a steak, though. Chicken That's fried chicken. steak and egg is dope, dude. What? Chicken fried steak and eggs. Never had it. Dog. But okay, how about this? What if we throw a curveball into the mix? Norms. What do you think about norms? <sighs> Only at two in the morning. The only times I've eaten at Norm's is because you insisted on it. <laughs> I had fucking eat. I'd eat at Norm's like 10 years ago, dude, after a concert, and we all got sick. No. And then I never ate there again until I started doing comedy, and then you inst- like you would die for fucking Norm's. And I was like, fine, we'll go to Norm's, which I'll be, to be honest, like it has gotten, it's improved. Yeah, it, like, they the turned the corner. The food's better for sure. 
and it's not it's not nearly as bad as it used to be. But right, I don't know, dude. I just like Denny's. What about um? Have you ever been to Papa Z's? No, bro. I'm gonna plug a local business right now. Papa Z's on Garfield and Magnolia. Check them out. They're open for breakfast and lunch. Oh, Magnolia Cafe. Have you ever been to Magnolia? Yes. Dude. Now okay. it that usually it's only old people that are there. But that place is fire. Bomb, dude. Fire. I don't know. Do Bomb. people clown on it, bro? I'll be like, dude, let's go to Magnolia Cafe. And people will be like, no, yeah. we're good. That's for old people. No. I'm like, have you been, bro? It, first of all, that's a good thing. Old people only, have been around forever. Yeah, they know what's up. Only old people there, and old people aren't spending their money on garbage, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, like, they're dude. definitely not. Like, that place is dank, dude. And their yeah. breakfasts are huge. And like, it's like eight Mag- bucks, dude. dude. Yeah, eight bucks, you get a bro. steak, three bro, eggs, yeah. fucking hash browns, and toast. And it's fast. And it's fast. Yes. Yeah. It's and they're nice fast. as hell because all they do is deal with old people, so they have to be. They have to be nice. They yeah, know what's yeah. up. Magnolia Cafe is dank as well. Magnolia Cafe, which is Local on Magnolia business. and Warner. Local Magnolia business. Warner. Very good. Shout out. Very good. Looks like it's been in the same decoration since it was like 62, dude. Like, they haven't changed shit in that it's place. It's old people. They don't like change, bro. Imagine if they threw a disco ball in, they'd flip. That was I had breakfast there. The morning I got my first apartment, dude. I celebrated with my girlfriend at the time. I was 20. Oh, shit. No way. Magnolia Cafe. We were excited, bro. We were like, we got our apartment. They approved us. They called us that morning, and we went to celebrate at Magnolia Cafe. (laughs) That's so funny. I'm probably 36 in August, bro. That was 16 years ago, dude. That place has been there for so long, dude. That place has been a staple in the community for a long time. I don't know why people clown on it. Um I've been, like you said, it's just old people go it's there. It's just old like, people go there, whatever. but like like you said, dude, who the fuck? Like wherever the old people are at, I'll be there, bro. Dude, they go, know dude. what's up. That's where you want to go. Besides concerts and shit. Bro. So maybe maybe IHOP is better because every time I go to IHOP, it's, it's all hella old people. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that just reminds me. Old people in concerts, bro. Dude, I went to – me and my homies, we went and saw G-Eazy. Dude, okay, so my ex-girlfriend was annoying as fuck. So like back when me and my ex-girlfriend were together – this was towards the tail end of the relationship, like maybe like a month and a half before we broke up. Uh, I went with my homies, my closest, my best friend, and my other best friend, one of my best friends, uh, and my girlfriend. And before this, I went to a shitload of concerts this year. This was 2018. I went to a shitload. And so before I went to all these concerts, I posted a list of all the concerts I was going to on my Instagram, and I tagged all the people I was going to them with. I was seeing like Hozier, g Easy, Green Day, like all these dope concerts, bro. Um, R.I.P. Live music for real. And I tagged <laughs> all the people I was going with. And my girlfriend response response because it was uh, we were going to G Easy and we were gonna see G Easy at the Irvine Irvine Meadows or whatever. Uh, oh, dude, R.I.P. Verizon Wireless for real. That place was so dope. And my girlfriend replies and she was like, she was like, how come it says Robert and Amy next to the G Easy? And I was like, and I was like, cause they're going. And she was like. I thought this was supposed to be our anniversary concert, and I was like, I was like, I mean, it still is. It's not like we were gonna fuck in the crowd, you know? Right? Like, like, <laughs> like they could supposed to be just the two of you. Yeah, like they could come too. And she got all mad. I was like, literally, Robert bought the tickets, and I paid him for him. Like, who? Like, did, what? Did, what do you think that means? He bought them just for me? Like, come on! Like, what are you doing? What were you seventeen? Like, you fucking gotta have. She gotta have you all to herself. Yeah, for real. And so we go to the concert, right? And she like felt left out. And this was like one of the first times she ever met. So she was on my left. I was on the right. And to my other right was Amy, and to the right of her was Robert. Uh, and so she felt left out because, I mean, it was a concert, bro. Like, we're watching. We're singing along. We're not talking, but she felt left out. 
And so, like, I was so we she asked if I could swap spots so she could be next to Amy. And Amy hated her, dude. It was so funny. So, like, when I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. It's not worth the argument. Yeah, we can flip. Uh, and so we flip spots. And, dude, it was so funny because Amy was like, literally, uh, that was like, it was so annoying that you did that because she was just like trying to talk the whole time. I'm like, God damn it. Like, dude. But the funniest <laughs> thing with these old people, bro. These people in front of us, and right to the left of us, there was like a three-year-old, bro. I was like, "What the fuck?" Uh, and but in front of us was this like old couple, and little Uzi Vert was opening for G Easy. <laughs> and little Uzi Vert's out there, you know. He's little Uzi Vert, bro. bro. He's fucking opening for for G Easy. Yo, side story, really funny, real quick. Okay, go ahead. G Easy, Uzi. Like I was in Vegas one year, and we were in the DJ booth, and this fucking whole booth opened up with like the streamers and shit. And it was like they're trying to make a big deal out of it, and it was little Uzi Vert, and someone was holding a sign behind that said Uzi Vert, and nobody was there. No, it definitely was before the blow up, bro, because there was like three people with him that looked like his homies, and then throughout the night, I kept looking over in that section, and there was nobody, dude. No like way. Six, seven people. How long ago night. was that? Four or five years ago. Yeah, because he's like a recent blow up. He's pretty good, dude. I mean, it's fine now. I just always remembered, like, nobody, like, like they were like, little Uzi Vert's in the house, and nobody gave a fuck. <laughs> like, people looked over, and they're like, whatever. Like, just, dude, it was so funny. Anyways, G-Eazy. Uh, so, so little Uzi Vert was opening for G-Eazy, right? And this is, so he's bigger now. This is 2018. Uh, so people were hyped, right? So I'd say maybe 25% of the crowd's there to see little Uzi Vert, and the rest of them is there to see G-Eazy. Uh, and this, this older couple in front of us, white couple, turns around when Lu little Lucy Vert's on stage, and they ask me. I don't know why. There was four of us. I don't know why the fuck they asked me. Uh, and they go, is this g Easy?" And <laughs> we started dying, dude. Because little Lucy Vert's black as fuck. And, like, we're like, just. Why like, are they even there? Like, yeah. what, like, what, like, what are they? Did they see it and think they were being hip? Like, gee, easy. Is this a good way to make money? Like, dude. And we were like, nah, dude. This is a little Uzi vert. And they're like, Bro. this isn't gee, easy. We're like, nah, dude. This isn't gee, easy. So they asked funny. like three times. And it got to the point where my homie was like, no, it's not fucking little. It's, it's little Uzi vert. It's not fucking gee, easy. <laughs> Two totally different people. <laughs> Geezy's white. Like they, they, we we were getting mad. It was like, bro, so we're trying to enjoy this concert. Stop fucking bugging us. And then they were like, they turned around, and start started talking to us again. They were like, yeah, we won these tickets on like the radio, like all this stuff. And we're like, we don't know what to expect. And so like, are you sure this isn't Geezy? Like, <laughs> we're fucking sure this isn't Geezy, bro. bro. When I was like 19, I got tickets to see Metallica, and my Ooh. mom, my mom wanted to go really bad, right? Because she thought she knew Metallica. And they were playing that year with Godsmack. So, <laughs> like, after the show was over, my mom was like, I have a confession. Because, like, I went with some buddies, and she got different seats. She's like, I totally thought the whole time that Godsmack was Metallica. I was like, yo, <laughs> how? I'm like, how? How? Like, did you recognize any songs? Like, what are you just like? God I don't recognize any the songs. I thought it was weird. I was like, listen, how would you go to a concert at the Pond, and there's only one band? And it's just, and it, like... Metallica wouldn't come out first and play for forty minutes. It was like what, like everything you just said right there. Like, what are you doing? Like, it's just don't go to concerts if you're old. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my dad hates concerts, dude. That's he said he bro. said that he'd rather just listen to the music as it was made at his house. Because uh, he he said the only way. So like my oh. argument against it was like, bro, like I literally saw the game at the observatory. The I've seen him three times, but the third time I saw him, I was in the front row. Guess how much I paid? 
20 bucks. The observatory yeah. is cheap. Yeah. Dirt cheap, bro. And like some of the best show you'll ever see. Yeah, you'll like never pay more. I think the most expensive tickets I've ever seen in the observatory was like 70 bucks. Yeah. And it was like Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, like, okay. It's got to be like a giant name. And still, it's 70 bucks much. for Kendrick Lamar. And you're not paying $35 for parking on top of it. No, literally, there's free parking everywhere. Yeah. Uh, So I paid 20 bucks, got to see G Easy, or G Easy, fuck me. Uh, the game. They're who's all the who's same, dude. who's yeah? <laughs> the game is one of my favorite artists. Like I will anytime he's in town, I will pay whatever to go see him. I love the game, bro. And like he fucking high fived me a bunch, looked at me a bunch, and he passed me his fucking blunt. That's part of why you go, dude. Concerts, bro. Yeah. Uh, I took my dad to see the Eagles when they did their final tour or whatever. And he didn't like it. No, he had no, he had fun because I was there. But like we were far away. I got the tickets for free from my homie whose parents work for like K Rock. Uh, but dude, like it was a lot of fun, but I'm not like the, I'm like an, I, I like the Eagles, you know, like they have good, they have some yeah, good yeah, songs, you yeah, know? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. But I'm not like, yeah, die hard. Let's fucking <laughs> ball out. Pay pit 400. Tickets yeah. Pit Eagles, tickets. Dude, yeah. <laughs> um, but what was dope? Uh, it was dope to see him when, um, uh, fuck. Who's, who's the Joe Walsh when Joe Walsh, well, yeah. uh, came out and he sang, um, fuck. What's his one song with the, like the seven minute song where he talks about like smashing hotel rooms and stuff. Uh, I remember. fuck. <laughs> Let me look it up real quick. Um, but dude, this fucking song. And so this is the one song that my dad wanted to hear like the, all night. And so when Joe Walsh came out solo, like they took it like a break cause you know, they're old as fuck. fuck. Uh, I saw Kiss with my mom once, and I was like 13, and then some lady flashed her boobs, <laughs> and it was on the fucking mega screen, and it was the funniest thing ever watching my mom like figure out what to do with me watching titties on the giant screen. Life's been good. Uh, okay. Life's been good yeah, to yeah, me yeah. so far. That song. I suck dick singing, but uh, that song. <laughs> so he came out and sang that song. I mean, it, it was pretty cool to see my dad get pretty hyped to, to see it, and I was like, see, you do have fun at concerts. Because literally Dude. before I took him to see the Eagles, his last concert was the fucking Stones in, like, the early 70s. That's pretty dope, though, dude. Like, Stones in the 70s, bro. But, like, but like, bro, that was the last concert you went to? Like, bro, that was, like, 40 years ago. Pretty cool, though. For that's con- still like, cool, but, that's like. that's the last concert you went to, that's pretty dope. But, like, bro, dude, you missed the whole, like, four whole eras of music. Yeah, like, uh, I think the coolest concert that he said that he ever went to, he's only been to four, including the one I took him to. Was he was working for like a like not telemarketing, but he was doing video editing or whatever. And you did you ever ever hear about the US Fest? No. So the US Fest was like in the seventies. It was like nineteen seventy five, maybe seventy six, maybe. Uh, and it had literally, and it was at the Glen Helen Amphitheater. Uh, was that like a fucking like a try at Woodstock or something? Yeah, it was three days. Tom Petty, yeah. Rolling Stones, fucking. Literally, like the the biggest stars, bro. The biggest stars. There's like a hundred thousand people there every day. Biggest stars, bro. And so he said that he was on stage. Uh, he was like he was below. He was behind, but below the stage. And so for Tom Petty's set, he got he was like recording. But for Tom Petty's set, he got to pretty. He like but from the angle he was at, he was like literally the entire time. I was the only thing I got to see was Tom Petty's ass. (laughs) Like the whole show. But like, bro, Petty's a legend. But, dude, imagine getting to f- at the Us Fest. Dude, this festival is legendary. People died there, bro. Like, legendary festival. You get to be on the stage, dude, when 100,000 people paid to just be in the crowd. 100,000 people, and you got to be on stage? Bro, come on. And you're telling me you don't like concerts? Get the fuck out of here, dude. Every concert I've ever been to that, like, I've like I've paid for, like, a good ticket, like, the band's always better live. 
Like I've seen Metallica three times. Dude. Oh, that's dope. Every time they're amazing, bro. That's like, dope. The last time I saw them was at the fucking Rose Bowl, dude. Bro, I saw Green Day at the Rose bro, Bowl. I want to see Green Day so bad. I literally come with me. Uh, they rescheduled it for next year. So I'm gonna get pit tickets. I don't even give a fuck because it, because so because of this quarantine. Because before we were gonna go, we had tickets to sit in the back, and because I've already seen them from the pit. Yeah. Nah. I'm getting pit tickets. I've never seen Green Day, dude. I want to go Bro, so bad. They go hard. Yeah, I saw them in 2017. Fans, I saw them in 2017. Hard. They're my favorite band. They're my first CD. American Idiot was my first CD ever. My mom bought it for me American back in 2004 Idiot, when so it first young, came out. Bro, like my first Green Day CD was Dookie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> American Idiot. That's so fun. It's a great album, but it's just funny, like the difference. Dude. I was eight years old when American Idiot came out. Kerplunk, man. Kerplunk, bro, uh, 1991. Uh, dude, that's what I grew up on was like Kerplunk and Dookie and those shit. Those albums bro. are like, classics, uh, bangers, dude. bro. I, I know them all by heart. So good. But, dude, I literally shed tears. I was crying tears. Like, at the end of the show, when they that's came out, nice. they, they closed on Good Riddance. Yeah. Uh, and at the end of it, like, just fireworks shot out. Dude, it was sold out. There was, like, 60,000 people yeah. there just see one fucking band. And, dude, when the fireworks are going off, I literally sat there and I was like one with the band. I was one with the fireworks and I was like, bro, this is one of the greatest moments of my fucking life. The first time I ever saw Metallica was at the forum in the pit and James Hetfield pointed at me and I was like, yo, I can die right now. (laughs) Like, I give a fuck, dude. Like, I was dead ass, like, like full on, like, panic attack excited, dude. Bro, I was in I was in row sixteen and part of the stage like protruded into the thing. So it was like a walkway. They like came out into the crowd. It's so, like at one point Billy Billy fucking could have whipped his cock out and pissed on me, bro. That would have been dope. Like <laughs> I saw them at the Never washing that shirt again. <laughs> Excuse me. Um <laughs> 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 Fuck me in the ass, dude. Um uh, his side band, he started a side band, The Long Shot, and I saw them in 2018, six months after I saw Green Day, at the observatory. The fuck? Love the observatory. It dude. sold out in literally 20 seconds. Imagine Green Day and I got four. It wasn't Green Day. It was just Billy Joe Armstrong and his side band. They released an EP. I'm saying, though, could you imagine Green Day at the observatory? The, bro. They they played the Wiltern like in 2004. By the right way, for non-locals, the observatory is like this small little venue in San Diego. A thousand people max. Like a thousand people. Like maybe 1,500 if they're stuffing it at the top. A, th- a thousand people max, and they literally get headliners like Kendrick Dude. Lamar, Snoop Dogg, yeah. fucking and Billy Joe Armstrong. Super cool side note, the owner of that place is a stoner, so they don't give a fuck if you bring in or smoke weed in there. Never been a problem. Walking in with J's on my ear. I've legit had dudes feel my fucking weed pin in my pocket and be like, what's that? I'm like, it's my pin. And they're like, you're good. Like, they don't give a fuck, dude. Like, that place is so chill, dude. Shout out. It's actually pretty. Their security is pretty fucking dangerous. I've seen them beat the fucking piss out of people. Yeah, But But all of them were people that deserved deserved it. it. Yeah, but there's, there's sometimes chill there, bro. there's sometimes where you're like, okay, you could just kick someone out. I've seen yeah. them just any opportunity to beat the fucking brakes off Wasn't someone, there, they'll like, take so it. I went, I got super excited like four or five years ago. The used came to town. Oh shit! And I got like I hadn't seen them in a while. I've yeah, I've seen them like ten times, dude. I, that's like my favorite band. I've met the lead singer, and like fucking, I I got excited, bought a ticket, went down there, got wasted as fuck, dude. And I came out of the pit, and I felt like I was gonna pass out and throw up, dude. And I like. Leaned against the bar and kind of like slid down a little bit, and this giant like beefy fucking Samoan dude comes up, and he's like, "Hey, bro, you can't you can't be sitting in here." And I was like, "He stood me up, dude. He's like, you gotta go." 
and, like started walking me to the exit to like kick me out and i was like hey dude like bro i'm sorry this haven't been out in a while like don't kick me out dude like i just want to see the rest of the show dude i'm not shitting you this dude took me outside right to the left of the door and was like here gave me a bottle of water he's like i'm gonna check on you in 10 minutes if i feel like you can come back in you're cool otherwise you gotta go dude he came back in like 10 minutes and i was chilling he's like you're good bro i can go back inside that's dope. Dude, chill as fuck, bro. Usually, I they'll just kick people out. Definitely too drunk. Like, he, <laughs> well, he, he, he's like, are you all right? And I was like, oh, I'm wasted, bro. Like, I just, I was just chill with them, and, like, they let me stay, dude. Like, they're cool as fuck there. If you fuck with them, like, that's it. That's they it. They have, like, a zero tolerance for fucking. That's it. Like, I've that's seen it. some dude rush the stage, and they beat yeah, the fucking nope. piss out of that I saw Power Man 5000 there once, dude, and some dude tried to touch the bass player's guitar, and that dude ganked that dude in the face so bad with his guitar bro like split his nose open blood was running down his face dude it was fucking hilarious i was standing right in the front <laughs> it was hilarious it was like off on the right side dude he kept touching like in the middle of the song like grabbed the neck of the bass bro and bro the dude, so like, it's dude it was uh, for those bad. of you who aren't local the observatory's off harbor boulevard in santa Ana. Oh, they don't fuck santa around there no, dude <laughs> uh, I, I think I, I think i've told you this story i haven't told it on the pod but uh the craziest thing i've ever seen at the observatory was after I saw the game for the first time ever. I was there alone. I literally was working at PetSmart. Everybody stood me up. I was like, I'm still going to fucking yep, go. I've done that so many times. I'm still going to go. I don't give a fuck. This fuck is my all y'all. one yep. of my favorite artists. I'm not just yep. going to go because you guys are fucking bitches. I, I was at that use concert by myself. Same yeah, reason. I was same like, I don't to go. I was like, fuck it. I'm going. I'm going. Fuck. I don't give a fuck. And so like, I biked there, bro. Uh, I was like, I don't give a fuck. My, my ride stood me up. I don't give a shit. I'm going to bike there. I don't care. It's two miles from my house. Whatever. Uh, I bike there, park it at the fucking medical lot or whatever. Yeah, just lock, that hospital just, across yeah, the street. Yeah, <laughs> just lock it up. I don't give a shit. Uh, after the show, everybody's wasted, you know. Uh, and this fight breaks out. This giant circle surrounds this fight. Not and this surprised. fucking but <laughs> Here's the fight. It was this big-ass dude. It was this big-ass dude beating the piss out of this fucking woman, bro. Damn, dude. He snapped her leg, bro. He snapped her leg. I watched this guy snap this chick's leg. Damn. And this guy who was watching, this guy who was fucking watching, literally was like, oh, right? And then he sees the girl on the ground. He goes, oh, fuck. That's my girl, dog. Oh, damn, The whole dude, time he bro. was watching and he was fucking, he was his girlfriend. What would you have done if that was your girlfriend? This is what, this is, like, so this is what happened. <laughs> this is what happened. The guy goes, Oh fuck, that's my girl, dog. And he like you he realized, ah oh, fuck, now I gotta fight this guy. Steps up to fight and like barely puts his hands up. And the guy clocks this dude so hard that he lawn chaired midair Damn, and just got bro. straight knocked out cold, one punch. And everybody was like, Oh fuck and then all of a sudden I see whoop whoop and I I dipped. Bro. I was like, I'm not trying to get asked nope. questions, dude. <laughs> I dipped question I dipped. I have a video. I'll, I'll send it to you. I have a video. I don't have a video of the fight. I have a video of the aftermath where you just see the girl like holding her leg and you see her leg just snapped in half, bro. It's freaking gnarly. It was fucking. And then what's gay about it is the fact that literally after the concert, my homie was like, let's eat. And we, the dude who blew me off picked me up and we went to Norm's. I was like, bro, fuck you, bro. But like, take the ride, but fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Fuck, dude. I've seen some crazy shit at concerts. I went to fucking Knotfest like three years ago. Where was that? Uh, Glen Helen. Oh, dude. The Samuel Amphitheater. It's Slipknot's festival they put on for like three days, dude. And they play both nights, right? But like I'm standing there, dude. It was like a Saturday afternoon. I was drunk. And all I heard, I heard a bunch of shit going on behind me. And I look behind me and rise. I look behind me. I see a dude running and one of those concession dudes like on the ground like out, bro. 
Like those dudes that carry the big thing around there now right, with like right. the drinks in it and shit. Dude, some dude come up, bodied that dude, like took his fucking money, like the little fanny pack thing he had of money, and bounced it, dude. Like that's I was like, foul, Yo. dude. Like I just look over that dude's on the ground, like that dude was running, like cops were running past us, and I was like, fuck, dude. Dude, I've only been there once. I took my grandma to uh, Cal Jam, uh, oh, yeah, uh, Foo Fighters. Um, a b- bunch of other bands. I've seen Foo Fighters. Too. Uh, I haven't seen Foo Fighters. I've either. seen Foo Fighters twice in the same year, 2018. So good. Man. I saw him at Kabu. I saw him at Kabu and uh, Kabu, by the way, for like uh, San Diego. For sure. it's brand new for a brand new festival. It's fucking dope, dude. They got yeah. comedy and uh, so like this year that I saw him, fucking Burt Kreischer, Pete Davidson, like a bunch of like famous dudes were headlining the comedy Take tent. It easy. You said comedy. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> Burt Kreischer, great. <laughs> um, but, I mean, Burt, dude, anytime you have Burt Kreischer and fucking Foo Fighters on the same lineup, come on. You got to be there. Foo it was, Fighters, like, 99 bro. bucks, and you could either pay, like, 300 for the full weekend, but we only paid for one day. Uh, and we got to see, uh, dude, front row, I got to see uh, Gucci Mane, Incubus. The real one. Yeah, Incubus, um, some other band. Uh, and then we made our way over to the other stage. I got Loki to Incubus is a pretty solid live band, dude. That's bro, twice. And I'm like, lit. I was impressed. Lit. Front row, bro. Yeah, Front fucking good. row. Uh, and then they had three stages on. I got to see um, the English Beat. I got to see fucking uh, uh, some other female, a female band, which is that it, that it was popular in like the '70s, which is cool. <sighs> and then I went and saw the tail end of Halsey's set. Uh, and but then Foo Fighters, bro. Foo Fighters. It was bro. such a great day, bro. But at the same time, Foo Fighters, what was lame is that at the same time Foo Fighters was playing, fucking Post Malone was headlining the other stage. Uh, For dude, it was San Diego, they got Post Malone, fucking yeah, Foo Fighters. Yeah, but Foo Fighters over Post Malone. Fo- Foo, Foo Fighters over Post Malone all day, dude. Sure. All day. Not, no, like, not hating on Post Malone. But, but Foo, like, fighters, Foo Fighters, bro. Dude, Come yeah. on. And so I took my grandma to see fucking uh, Foo Fighters, and they had... And this was the night that Nirvana reunited for the s- only the second time they've ever played. And Joe Jet- Joan Jett came out and fucking sang. Uh, Fuck and Dave Grohl was on the uh, was on the drums. First time since da- uh, Kurt Cobain died. And we were fucking there, bro. Dude, it was fucking sick. Uh, my grandma had a great time. And that's what it's about, you know, dude. dude fucking concerts are fucking great, bro. I, like, I've been to a couple concerts with my mom. Like, and those are like, I got to see Journey and Def Leppard with my mom. Nah, with Billy dude. Idol, bro. It was Billy fun, Idol. Dude. dude, Billy Idol's still dropping panties. There was like I bet. there was like old ladies in the crowd like flashing their tits and shit while he was on stage. I was like, "Yo, <laughs> dude, took the fucking serum, bro." I, I, it was like ten years ago when I saw him, but he was still ripped, like full six pack and shit. After all those drugs and shit, fuck. And by the way, that like Journey dude, that dude with the one arm, bro. There's a guy with one arm in Journey. You didn't know that? No. I'm so young, dude. I the mean, drummer, I know Journey. You know, Take their drummer me to the limit. <laughs> Yeah, their drummer got in a car accident and lost his arm, dude. Like, right when they were blowing up. He plays the drums with one hand, and he uses foot pedals for the rest of it, dude. So, you know those, like, electronic drum sets? That's what he uses, dude. He's, what? like, DJing and drumming at the same time. It's fucking crazy. And they have, like, when I saw them, there was a camera positioned right over the top of the drum set. So, you like, this dude's, like, one-handing everything else and then using his feet for all the rest of it. I'm gonna have to watch a video. I've dude, never. That's fucking. It'll gnarly. blow your fucking mind. It's insane how crazy good he is. He's a one-armed drummer, dude. And I saw 
Journey when they had that Filipino lead singer that they found off YouTube. Dude, you need to do some journey diving. I need to do some journey For diving. For how young you are sometimes, dude. Hey, <laughs> what were they, 80s? Uh, 70s, dude. Journey was around in the 70s, bro. They were super popular. I might even be wrong. I, th- I think they were the 70s. I don't think it was before that. No. But when Joe Perry left, they found this fucking... They found a Filipino guy on YouTube that was, like, karaoke singing their shit. But, like, barely could speak English, but sung Journey songs perfectly, dude. And so, like, when I saw them, it was a Filipino guy, and he was fucking murdered, bro. Like... It sounded so fucking good. It was fucking really, crazy. dude. You gotta look that up. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, dude. Trust me. It's it's fucking Journey is like one of those bands that's like persevered through everything, dude. And you know hey, so man. many fucking songs without knowing it too. Don't stop believing, man. Don't stop believing, bro. <laughs> Something about riding on a bus, bro. You know, some riding on a bus to somewhere. <laughs> man, as we're as we're approaching the end of the podcast, we've already train, you know? we've already hit an hour and fucking. Hour, hour, eight minutes, dude. These, uh, are, these but, are fun. But there's, yeah, there's so much fun. Uh, but I wanted to definitely talk about how much fucking bullshit it is that people on unemployment are making uh, 900 bucks a week right now dude. while we are struggling. We're not. Well, I mean, we're not struggling. We're definitely. I mean, I'm definitely fucking chilling. right we're now. We're doing okay. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I don't have money. But at the yeah. same time, like, we definitely I'm have, have money. Fucking, we have to work hard for it right well i've got friends sitting at home not any fault of their own making like 809 dollars like 800 900 a week it's not i'm not like see there's a thing dude like i got irritated because i'm not mad at the people that are getting it right i'm mad at the fucking process that that like why would you think that people that are making 400 a week need to now make 900 a week when they can't leave the house but like we're forced to leave the house and work as essential employees, that's quotes for you that you can't see. And we're not getting, we got $2 extra an hour, which has been cut, by the way. Which is gone now. Gone now. Like, come on, bro. That $2 an hour didn't equal the $600 the entire time. No less than one week, dude. I don't get it, bro. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, how's that supposed to stimulate the economy? Well, here's the thing. When they sent out the stimulus checks, people just pocketed it. The reason they sent yeah, it I out still is have for money in the account. I still have not I touched it. I barely mine. touched it, dude. I, I didn't touch it at all. I literally took that because I'm like like you were saying, I'm not gonna pretend like we don't have money now. I took that money that I got from the stimulus check and I literally made a second account. I just threw it in that second account yeah. to just earn interest. I was like, fuck it. Like I'm literally I've now it's at what? Like twelve twelve hundred and fifty. Yeah, like, I stuck it straight in my savings account like I never had it. Yeah, like it ne- like it never existed. There. Yeah. Um but like that's what everyone did. So we're supposed to this stimulus check. We're supposed to stimulate economy because we were supposed to, you know, go out and buy a laptop. We we're supposed to go out and buy whatever. Everyone except the people that were getting the nine hundred dollars a week, bro. They just spent the fuck out of that unemployment money, dude. Now they're debt free. Uh, the, if you did it right. If you did it right, because I know a few people that were like contracting and they got like little small business loans for like twenty, thirty grand, and now they have to pay that shit back. Oh, Ooh, yeah. So like like well I don't know it's not silver lining but it's like brown poop lining of like fucking the poop lining of that is that if you got some twenty thousand dollar loan you gotta pay that shit back dude they give you like a year and then you gotta pay that shit back with interest oh I don't know if I would take that you're balling right now but you're not thinking about when you gotta pay that shit back dude like that's the thing too is like all that nine hundred dollars a week you gotta pay taxes on that shit bro that's considered income. Unemployment's not free. 
No. So everybody that's been receiving their $3,600 a month, they're going to have to pay that income tax on that at the end of the year, dude. That's going to be expensive as fuck. Now that we've covered that, now that we're speeding through, now that we've covered that, do you personally think that, honestly, like, this is this is serious right now. Barely. Barely, barely serious. <laughs> that Black Lives Matter. Dude, I feel like, I mean, I'm gonna, it's going to sound corny, but I, I agree with, like, the no lives matter until Black Lives Matter, bro. Like, that, it's, we can't, to say, like, all lives matter, like, not really, dude. I mean, I don't ever get pulled over, bro. Ever. And I break the law all the fucking time. <laughs> I speed. I play loud music. I have tinted windows in the front. There's every reason to pull me over, and I don't get pulled over, dude. And when I do get pulled over, if ever, I get let go with a warning if I even bro, get pulled over at all. I've been pulled over eight fucking times. And you know how many tickets I've gotten? One. Two. Two. And it was yeah. literally because I was doing too much. I was doing too much. Both times, they so like, couldn't let you go. They couldn't. They couldn't <laughs> let me go. So then they gave me the most minimum fucking thing. Like for one of them, I was driving in the. I was driving fucking. I was going eighty five in a car. I was going. Okay, hold on. I fucked this up. I was going. <laughs> I was going eighty five in a construction zone while driving in the carpool lane alone, while getting a blowjob and smoking crack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And the guy pulled me over. I made a joke. He laughed, told me it made his day. And he's like, look, man, you were doing fucking like four things. I can't. I got to get you for one. I got to get you for one of them. Pick one. And so I picked one, whatever. But, dude, literally, you know how many times I've just like kicked it with not kicked it with cops, but like the cops just pulled me over and I just talked to them and they're like, all right, man, have a good one. Bro, literally every fucking time like that does not happen with African-American people. I know friends that have gotten pulled over for literally nothing, and they've just found a reason to give them a ticket. Dude, so Chuck, peep this. My friend Casey um, used to work for Verizon back in the day okay. in Irvine, and he told me that he used to have to take an hour for lunch when he only had a half hour because he was going to get pulled over by the cops every time for being a black dude in Irvine. And I was like, you're fucking lying, dude. And he's like, I swear to God, I'm not lying. He's like, I had to have an agreement with my boss that every day I went out for lunch, I would be late because I would get pulled over. Bro, my homie, same thing. That's just real, dude. Say it's, it is real. My homie, when I used to work at, uh, at Trader Joe's, right? And one of my friends who worked there was African-American. He still works there. Uh, Timmy, super cool guy. Uh, and he told me that he has his Trader Joe's uniform in his backseat at all times. Because whenever he gets pulled over, if he's wearing his Trader Joe's uniform, oh, I'm just coming from work. All right, dude. have a good one. The tr- he said that the Trader Joe's uniform has literally saved him from tickets for no reason because it's not like he's out there breaking the law, but they just pull him over, and he's wearing a Trader Joe's uniform. So he says that whenever he drives, he's just wearing it, just in case. I mean, I'll say this, bro. Do I believe black lives should matter? Yes. yes. Do they in this country? No. Not to everybody. Not to everybody. They matter to and me. They matter to me, and they matter to you, and they matter to a lot of people, but for real, like in the big picture, no, they don't. I mean, and we're being shown that shit regularly. So, like, I mean, dude, I don't know, man. I, I I hope this shit changes things. But to be real, like, I fucking lived through the Watts riots. Like, I, I wouldn't live through it. I mean, I was a kid. You were there, but yeah. But I wasn't there. Well, that was in the 60s. You were around. But I was, but I was around as a kid in the 80s to see the aftermath of that shit. And then as a kid in the 90s saw the Rodney King riots happen. And, like... I mean, realistically, dude, like, those were terrible fucking things. 
that caused those riots to happen. And those riots lasted for days and L.A. burned. And here we fucking are again. So, like, does it make a difference? Maybe temporarily, bro. I hope this time is the one that fucking sticks, dude. Dude, did you see that there was 20,000 people marching in L.A. yesterday? Dude. 20K. I ho- That's why I'm saying, like, I hope this one is, like, the one that sticks, dude. But here, I, I think the reason, the only reason why I think this is going to be the one that sticks is, like, you were telling me earlier that the Watts riots and the L.A. riots were literally Watts and L.A. LA yeah. Just Watts and L.A. Just global, dude. This is all 50 states and 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 countries, bro. Crazy. Countries, bro. Like, no, this is an American problem, and they're protesting this in 20 other countries. This is something that happened in Minneapolis, dude. Minneapolis, like, of all places, bro. bro. And, like, people in France are losing their shit. Like, it's a real fucking thing. That's I a hope to God it, it really fucking works, dude. Cause I hope it changes for the better. Uh, I don't I don't get that. Uh, okay, the, I don't get that. I got to word my words carefully on this yeah. one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the, the argument were, like, Oh, people, if black lives only matter when a white person kills a black person because black people kill black people all the time. No. And people say that, and it's just like, what the fuck There's are you the talking about? There's the bigger picture of that that those people don't fucking see because they're stupid. And the reason People are just searching for an excuse. Well, dude, the reason that there's a lot of black-on-black crime is because the way that society is built is against most black people. Right. In the projects and shit. And when you grow up in the projects... And your dad's in prison for being a drug dealer. And all you have are the people around you who all you can fucking do is sell drugs or join the gang or whatever. Because your mom's on drugs or passed away or in jail or same with your dad. And, like, these are just facts, man. This is what happens in the inner city. And these kids at 12 years old get fucking brainwashed into joining a gang. And that's how that, that cycle perpetuates, dude. Because the government forgets about those areas. Housing projects and shit were supposed to be temporary to get people on their feet. Now they're there permanently, so they keeps those people in poverty, dude. A lot of those places that you see, like, in the ghetto, quote-unquote ghetto, they're like food deserts. Which means, like, imagine if you could only get your food from a fucking liquor store, dude. Fuck. That's a lot of those fucking places in the hood or the ghetto or what do you want to call it, the inner city. They All their fucking source of food is a liquor store, bro. A corner market. Like, you're only getting canned goods, ramen, bread, peanut butter. Like, you're not getting fresh fruits and vegetables and meats and shit, dude. You're not getting any of that. And you'd have to drive 20 fucking miles to get it. And do you have a car? No, you. No, of course you don't. You're on food stamps and shit. <laughs> I mean, it's reality, bro. Not, like, I mean, I didn't mean to laugh, but no, just the way, just the way, you, like, the way yeah. you said it. It's built against you, dude. Like, it's built against you succeeding. So when you think about, like, that part of it and the what perpetuates, like, the African-American community and, the, like, being a high, quote-unquote, high crime community and shit. Dude, if we were put in that position, we'd be doing the same shit. Yeah. But we're not. Because we're white kids, dude. Even poor white kids have it better than poor black kids. Like, it's just the way this country is built, dude. And it's unfortunate and it's sad. But your generation, in particular, are the ones that are making the big changes, dude. Because the social media and, like, the yeah. voice of, like, and not shutting the fuck up. That's the thing about it, dude, is that your generation specifically just doesn't shut up about it. Like, once you guys glom on to something and it goes, like, it goes trending and shit and it goes viral, that's it, dude. Like, it doesn't stop till change happens. So that's For the real. one thing that, like, gives me hope about this situation is, like, 
the voice is loud and constant, and it'll stay that way until things change. Back in the Rodney King days, dude, they didn't have fucking Twitter. No. They literally, you'd read about it in the newspaper. Back in the Rodney King days, if that one person didn't walk out with their fucking video recorder at that moment, we never would have fucking known about that, dude. That yeah. was not the first time that happened. No. For no. sure. <laughs> it just happened to get caught on camera, dude. Like, Will Smith said it best. Like, racism in this country isn't getting worse. It's just getting recorded, dude. For real. For real. It's fucking nuts, bro. Like, and I hate it, and I hate the fact that anybody hate has that to die tr- like that, I bro. hate that it's true. I hate that it's true. I hate that the most, dude. You can't deny it anymore. No. You know what no. I mean? Like, you can't be like, ah, oh, that's a black problem. No, this isn't everybody problem. Dude. This like, is for sure an everybody problem. I get fucking, I'm nervous at this point if I get pulled over by the cop. Watching them push old men over and protest and shit. Like, bro, they're, they don't give a fuck about anybody. Mm-hmm. Especially black people. That's what's scary about it, dude. Like, when you have a group of people that don't give a fuck about human life in general, but even more so an entire community of people, it's scary, dude. What do you think about – so people are, like, talking about abolishing the police. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, that's they're not getting, the answer. They're it's getting defunded and shit, no. which, I mean, I like – I mean, shit, do the cops really need $150 million? No. I didn't know that's how much they were fucking getting. They were literally allotting, so like uh, like, like Irvine, bro, $140 million to the police Crazy. and like $8 million to the community. What the fuck is that? For like the worst training, too. You can't, they got to demilitarize the police, dude. That's, it's insane. That shoot response that they have, is that's military, that's military training, man. When you're in Iraq in a battlefield, you can't hesitate. You've got to shoot that guy first. But here is not the same fucking thing, man. No. No. But that's how they're trained here, dude. I mean, it's a definitely a, a, a problem of the system that has to be dealt with from the inside. Like, I think we can change it, and it will change. I think it will. But it's going to take a lot longer than a couple weeks of protests, for sure. Yeah, but, I mean, now that the attention is turned to it, I think that it will be seen through. I hope so, dude. Because it's fucking – it's really sad – to watch somebody get murdered in broad daylight on camera. You know, like it's fuck just that dude. it's insane, bro. Fuck that dude. It's insane. The dude that did that, fuck that dude. I hope he rots. But he's not the only dude that did that. Right. He's but not he the only enjoyed dude that, it. He, he enjoyed oh, it, bro. Sure, dude. He fuck I that mean, guy. Listen, dude. None of those guys there gave a fuck about George Floyd at all. For sure. Literally in the video when the guy was like, this is why you don't do drugs. It's like, what the fuck does that have to do about you killing a person, bro? I don't care what you did. The cops aren't the fucking judge and executioner, man. No. It doesn't matter if they're arresting you for murder. It's not their job to impose punishment. No. They arrest you and take you to court. The judge does that, dude. Like, so I don't give a fuck. I do. I saw people trying to come out with stories being like. Well, he was arrested for this, that, and the other. And dude, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter if he was a child molester. You, the cops. It's not up to the cops to kill people, right? To impose punishment. If he's a child molester, he's a piece of shit. But he gets arrested. He goes to court. He goes to prison. That's how our justice system works. You can't just put it in the hands of rogue cops to <laughs> murder people in the middle of the street for their charges, dude. You just can't, bro. The, the, the cops are supposed to be held to a higher standard than that. And when they're not, then they're just like me and you, and that makes it terrifying. Because you and I don't have the capacity to handle that situation in a professional manner like they should. Right. We're just regular dudes. <laughs> we would respond emotionally and shit. 
Like they're supposed to respond professionally and calculated with training, not have your knee on someone's neck for nine minutes. <laughs> Dog. So fucking true, but it's so sad. It's man. super sad. And it, it's scary because you realize that like the cops aren't these like highly trained, like super soldiers, or they're just regular ass dudes too. Yeah. They're families, so yeah, like, they like just, sports. Yeah. They're just regular ass dudes with an immense amount of power that most of them can't handle. Fuck, man. Well, this was a great episode. Always a fun episode. As you know, I reserve the final minute of the podcast for you to plug whatever you want, say whatever you want, ask whatever you want, do whatever you want. This final minute is yours, my man. Go ahead. I want to say that I'm super fucking proud of you for this podcast. You continuously bring it. You continuously bring good guests. You've always stayed consistent, bro. Your work ethic is top, dude. And I'm proud to be your friend, and I'm proud to do comedy with you. And I'm stoked that we're still fucking doing this shit, dude. Like, in spite of all this shit, comedy will be back for sure, dude. So just, I don't have anything to plug because everything's closed. (laughs) 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 At some point, you'll see Galen and I at the improv or somewhere doing something. And come out. (laughs) I'm just proud of you, bro. Like, good job on the podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Okay, thanks for doing the pod, man, and have a good one. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah.